There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. It's not too late for Roger Goodell to join D12. Welcome to a post-Super Bowl edition of Star We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. With us, as always, Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, how does it feel to know that your arch enemy, the NFC, still rules football? I did. I mean, I can't. I can't believe they got two straight years out of this. So we, we have all the best quarterbacks. <laughs> it's, We're getting a few more too, again and again. That's uh, that other voice you hear, as always, Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, do you think YG should get to go to the White House with the Rams? Yes. Dan, I'm not going to ask you again. Please stop referring to me as a Commanders <laughs> fan. It's Washington football team associate Jamel Johnson. Fair enough. We've had a lot of requests for a 49ers fan to come on. What a better time than when their rival team wins the Super Bowl. Uh, we got actor and comedian, multimedia extraordinaire, Blake Anderson on the program. Big What's loser, up, big loser over here. What up? <laughs> yeah, got that L energy, baby. So what was the worst part about watching the Rams win the Super Bowl? And are they your most hated team, or is that still the Seahawks? Oh, no, I mean, the Rams really climbed the ladder there. Uh, for yeah. sure. Uh, I don't know. It was just such a, it was such a dark game for me. I mean, even it just being a home game, it's just, uh, I don't know. There was just lots of plot holes in that whole Super Bowl. It was a bummer. You were there the week before too, right? The uh... Yeah, I was there when they put the nail in the coffin. So it just, it just added to, to everything. SoFi, beautiful stadium though. It's totally understandable why the Super was Bowl was there. Yeah. Was it really like Dragon Ball Z fight scenes after at the end of the game in the parking lot? Rams <laughs> oh, yeah. No, just like, no, people were getting jumped. It was it was terrible. It was so frightening. I was scared for my father's life because he was starting the fights and I was having to end. <laughs> you know, he's the one who raised me, the Niners fan. So he was salty. Your dad is yelling bang, bang, Niner gang. Big time. I'm like, not today, dad. Not today. <laughs> Your dad's got red chucks on. Bro, I'm just out here trying to buy him bacon wrapped hot dogs to calm him down, but nothing was working. <laughs> nothing. It was bad. Who is the instigator in the in the Rams in in the L.A. Bay Area feud? I mean, it seems like it's it's it transcends all sports. It started in baseball. I feel like. I know, isn't it crazy? And it's only getting worse. Like the like I've noticed even like the NBA, like Laker Warrior stuff is like heating up to a just mm-hmm. a it's gone from a simmer to a boil. And it's just like, yeah, now with this whole like the Rams winning the Super Bowl and beating the Niners to get there, it's just it's not good out here. And I'm feeling like I'm because I, I I never really had beef with the LA teams. I never did. But now I'm feeling pushed into conflict. And I'm yeah. I'm starting to I'm out here gangbanging now. It's bang, bang, baby. <laughs> I might have to tear down that Rams house sign bullshit tomorrow or whenever they get it up. They can't even do that right. They try to change the Hollywood sign. It drizzled a little bit, and they can't even get it done. It's, it's, the city's in shambles. I forgot, Terrible. I forgot it rained yesterday. Yeah, it was shit. a light drizzle, and they, and they couldn't yeah. even complete the task. Come on. Get the letters up. Well, well, because there's no real Rams fans in L.A. None of the people who live and work in L.A. are Rams fans. It's all just a funnel for other teams' money to come in. It's crazy. It's crazy. I really feel like they, they found the loophole with the whole Super Bowl thing. It, it, like, really, it, 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 it was such a bummer. I don't feel like that we should ever allow there to be a home team in the Super Bowl, but the fact that it was L.A. that got to be the home team, it just, 
it feels like that was the test LA needed to show who were really fans. But the fact that it was just in our backyard, it's like, mm, I don't know. It just felt like a hack. Yeah. I mean, you know how I felt the whole game? I felt like the Rams got this close to giving the city to the Chargers. The Chargers really had a shot at the city. Well, that's, fight for LA. that's the real storyline. <laughs> the Chargers are the damn storyline. <laughs> at this point, they've got everything to win. Because I don't know, they they seem like they have the brighter future to me. They mm. they, they they got a lot of a lot of chips on their shoulders now. They got a whole Dorito commercial on their shoulders. Three mm. D, cool ranch. Yeah, baby, bring it back. Yeah, with McVeigh and uh, Donald possibly retiring, Ooh, the Rams wow, would yeah. mortgage their entire future. This could be kind of the pinnacle for this team, and then they could be shit for a couple years, decades even. So enjoy it while it lasts. Rams fans, whoever you are. <laughs> Chargers house. It has a ring. <laughs> it has a ring. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's get into this. Let's start the show. We start every week by talking about what we hated about watching football the week before. Danny, launch into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is obviously it's good. You know, we're gonna we're we're gonna say what we hated about the Super Bowl, and mine's pretty easy. The Rock. When mm. I saw him on screen. Yeah. I was immediately pissed off because, and Blake should know this, he already did this two years ago on the Fox Super Bowl show, Chiefs Niners. It was a pre-taped thing, and I know because I use that YouTube clip to get amped sometimes. I've watched Dude. it a bunch of times. They just did it. And I get that The Rock's an NBC guy now, so they have to strut him around, show him off. They got him for free. They got him for free. It's a it's a great deal for them, but it's too much rock. Wow. Like every company seems to think that the rock can solve any marketing problem that they have. And that stuff on top of him doing the dozen or so movies that he's doing every year, it's ruining the rock for me. It's oh not fun to see the rock unexpectedly anymore. Oh like my. if there's a special guest and it's the rock, who gives a shit? I think you could have actually gotten an equally big pop. From bringing out Sam Waterston. Since they just announced he's coming back Yo. to Law and Order, they're bringing back the original Law and Order lineup. That guy, I'm actually excited to see up and about doing things again. God, that would have been hard. Yeah, that really would have been a quite the curtain pull and let him out on the on the midfield. Woo! Right? But it's, the, it's him from uh, it's him from that Netflix show. What's the name of that Netflix show? Uh uh, Sam and Diane. What's the one where he's uh, he Frankie his and uh, yeah. Grace and Frank? <laughs> yeah, it's him from Grace and Frank. You guys are only further proving the point that this would have been the right decision. Yeah. Oh my god, I had to pretend that I didn't care <laughs> that Law and Order was coming back for so long. Every time they showed an ad, I would be fucking jacked, and nobody cared. There was no reaction from the rest of the room, so I was like, huh. yeah, "Yeah, that's pretty dumb. <laughs> that's stupid, right, guys?" <laughs> Anthony Anderson uh, returning to his uh. pinnacle role, the first role, his last fat role. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Anderson in his last fat role. <laughs> Tune in. I'm in. Also, as we kind of discussed at the time. Um, the Rock is in this unique situation where he's kind of playing a character, but he's also presented as Dwayne Johnson, but he's doing lines from his WWE character. Dude. And I'm just wondering who was presenting the who? Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah. Was, Dude, what was that? I'm glad you brought that up because I am starting to see a lot of people be like, oh, he was playing a character. Because if you go back and watch clips, The Rock said a lot of problematic stuff. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, this was attitude era. Anything yeah, else. Let's yeah. just say that. But yeah. he was using know. the T word. He, <laughs> yeah. he used the T word quite a bit for no reason. But Does when it I say Poontang Pie, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pie on you list? can say that, right? That's wait, that's on the list of things we can I'm not say? sure. I'm just asking y'all. If oh, it shit. is, I'm moving. I'm going to Australia <laughs> where you can say Poontang Pie <laughs> to everyone you meet. That's a greeting down under. You kidding me? <laughs> No, see, but I, I, every time when I was growing up watching The Rock do his thing, I was never like, oh, this is a character. I, did, I said, this is the guy. You can't improv yeah. that well in character. Come on. That is coming from a real place. I'm not buying it. There is no Dwayne, all right? Only The Rock exists. That's fair. Dwayne is the character. Dwayne Johnson 
<laughs> That's this the character. Is an amazing loophole where you just have these <laughs> you're multifaceted you can say whatever you want but that's not me mm, this is I'm, the other guy <laughs> i'm telling you amazing stuff blake what'd you hate about watching football this week oh gosh i mean you know <laughs> i'm I, I i hated that it had to end i wish there was just yeah. one more game <laughs> i wish there was just one more game because i just i feel like there were teams out there that could have beat either of those teams but that was it. Oh, I can't believe that was it. When the confetti dropped, I was like, that, that was our the last game of the season. We had such a kick-ass playoffs, so many great games, and that game just it just didn't feel like the exclamation point to the season that I was looking for. The second half was very sad. The the Rams final drive was one of the most depressing <laughs> game-winning <laughs> drives I ever watched. It really was. It felt like week 14. If it wasn't for the halftime show, that was a week 14 game. Dude, and I'll be honest, after the halftime show, that's when I kicked it into overdrive and I just blacked out. I just blacked out. <laughs> yeah, I just started having a heavy pour and it was like, this, you know, this is it. It's, it's not getting better than the halftime show. Come on. That was, I mean, that's top, top three. I don't know. If, I mean, I guess I can only really speak to my lifetime. Everybody's going to say Prince is number one. I'm right. I'm I'm into that, but I really appreciated this one on a maybe even a deeper level than the Prince one. I because I, I was there, you know, that was my time. Yeah, I was surprised at how much it struck a chord in me. Like I was like, we we knew it was coming. I mean, they said oh, there's a few special guests coming, but we we knew what the <laughs> what we were gonna see. And, and it was still, just fifty cent. Really, was the only <laughs> surprise. The whole dang thing was just fifty cent. Not even the game. The game didn't even show up. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that would have been nice. The game and 50 reunite. Dude. Uh, Super Bowl. Dude. It would have been cool if they just paused to make it just entirely hijacked by all of G-Unit. Yeah, and, and Minister Farrakhan, Louis Farrakhan's there. <laughs> and we squashed Doing the beef? dance routine. Oh, oh yeah. wow. It's just all about squashing <laughs> beef? They're oh. all upside down. Everyone's like bats. <laughs> yeah, I could be down for that. And... Fun. One takeaway from Eminem doing the kneel was uh, mm. I didn't notice it in real time, but then I saw it going around online. But uh, I think he missed the point that the kneeling controversy was during the national anthem, not still Dre, which maybe still Dre is the national anthem. Is that the, the message? Yeah. I like, you're allowed to kneel scary. like anytime you want. You're, right. I mean, it's really you're <laughs> like kneeling itself is not a problem. Yeah, right? The, the disrespect comes during the anthem, correct? Yes. <laughs> so I'm not really sure what the message was. He did say his knees were weak during his song, so maybe he was taking a rest. I don't know. Still Dre is the L.A. National Anthem. They play it on K-Day the same time every morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and I, like I was telling y'all before, I honestly thought Eminem was just crying. I thought the moment was had just overwhelmed him. Yeah. He's been through so much. He got emotional. I don't know. That yeah. kind of makes me want to tap in with the Winter Olympics and see if we are indeed running some still DRE when people win gold medals. <laughs> I like this. Because that would be hard as hell. Dude, like a symphonic like rendition. Oh, my gosh. Come on, man. We're, we're a few years away from somebody doing that on a, uh, the, you know, a floor routine in the Summer Olympics. They'll do it on oh, gymnastics. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be all these. That's going to be like classical music in 20 years. Somebody is going to crip walk at the <laughs> gymnastics. And what's crazy is it's not even going to be Team USA. <laughs> no. Belarus? Belarus <laughs> is pulling out a, a damn seawalk. Oh, my God. Then it's Belarus. They changed the country to Belarus. Oh, they damn. They get rid of the bees. Damn. If you smell what the rock is cooking, baby. <laughs> I just, well, why did why wasn't the Rock's pants the same color as his shirt? Was it just the TV? Was it just the TV I was looking at? You it need on? to adjust your colors, man. You got weird contrast. My tints was tints all simple. fucked up. You gotta check your tints before the big game. Yeah, that's true. My bad. I should have uh, equalized. Jamal, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Um, a couple things. Well, I hated that. Odell couldn't finish the game mm -hmm. after everything, after all of the slander, this man with a kid on the way Absolutely. showed up to the game with a $200,000 hoodie on. He had diamonds inside of the hoodie mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. moving around, shaking around like, 
like marbles in the crossfire, like you were playing crossfire. Bedazzled. <laughs> and he came out and was looking great. First score, moonwalked in cleats, <laughs> which is probably what led to the knee sprain. Oh, for sure. It triggered something. Definitely set off a bad chain of events. He's clearly the best guy on the field in the first half, and it was all taken away from us. He was about to win MVP. Fucked up everybody's parlays. Fucked up the spread for sure because it was a blow. It was going to be a blow. I had no Whoa. no offense to the Ram or to the Rams haters, the pro Niners people out there, but the Rams were going to win this game by twenty points. That's they what had I'm the saying, man. I had thirty-one twenty-six, and it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these fucking idiots go out there. They start missing field goals, and Dude. oh, it was. I I had never like he did have such an impact on the game. As soon as he was out, it got sloppy. Things got real sad. The Bengals' offensive line was trying hard. It was strange. <laughs> it, it 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 definitely. If he, I will say, if he didn't get hurt, it, it would have been extremely boring. It at least added some drama to the game because yeah, that the, did. The, the, yeah. the Rams had it for sure. They were, which they you know, Mary J. Blige didn't up. like. Yeah, which you didn't like all that tense. drama. All right. Yeah. Thank you. No, I'm I'm with you, Danny, because what I so. hated the most was that more people weren't excited that Mary J. Blige did no more drama. Talk, oh my god. Yeah. What Very a choice. <laughs> what a decision. The NFL, you the know, most dramatic league <laughs> in all of sports. You know what? You are right, because all of those artists were able to like dip into a bag of like tracks that you know but aren't their full-on like bangers but mary was the only one who had the guts to really dig in the bag she went for a real deep cut i probably would have done just fine the game was just fine (laughs) i think it would have matched yeah wow it was a message to aaron Rodgers. i feel like okay wherever he was (laughs) okay i like that and she was singing hard as shit. When she was doing Family Affair, I was like, everybody knew she was going to do Family Affair. She had to do Family Affair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Family Affair was sounding kind of off. Mm. That's, where, she, that's she, where she lost the MVP for you? Yeah, man. <laughs> she that, she had it so <laughs> Damn. She, she didn't do the Mary Bob long enough. Uh. You know what I'm saying? It was a little off. Damn. But that was, she brought it home. I was super pumped. And I don't know who else was. OBJ. <laughs> yeah, he was in the locker room. Pretty fun. And the only person in the Bengals kicker is watching the whole thing. <laughs> that was an interesting one. He stayed on the field. Bengals kicker didn't need to be a part of the halftime speech. There was a lot of Bengals players who didn't need to be a part of a lot of stuff. But yeah, they, the they guy, were. Yeah, the guy in the shower shoes. Yeah. The, 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 Space. Maybe that's what they needed. Yeah. So they come out and do a little bit of that. Um, quickly, I have a few. Uh, what I hated. Okay, so there's a few proposals after the game. One by a Rams player, Taylor Rapp. Mm-hmm. So he got two rings on Sunday. My question for him, what's your move on Valentine's Day, dude? You blew your load. Ooh. You had oh, yeah. he, the next day. What do you have up your sleeve? Nothing. <laughs> I think you she bring a horse. <laughs> you gotta have a horse show up. Yeah, <laughs> chill out a bit. I think there was. I mean, it's it's <laughs> one know, day, man. two days later. He didn't have any time to plan. Just bring, you, bring fifty sake. cent. Just ask him if he wants to come by. He's probably not doing much. Um, yeah, so I, that feels like a desperate move where he might like reservations fell through the day before, and he's like, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to get down on one knee because turns out Pizza Moza is booked. <laughs> what What if you lose the game? Do you still propose or do you wait till Valentine's Day? Oh, that is just this guy. Yeah. What if you take the L? Up. No, I don't think you can propose if you lose. I don't either. There are probably some wives of Bengals players who didn't get the question because they lost. <laughs> the They're going to have to wait until Joe Burrow does it again somehow. That's crazy. Like the fact that, that, what does that say about the marriage, man? You're only going to be like together when you're winning. That's not what it's about, brother. (laughs) You got to still be in love when the world is against you. That's actually, 
That's what I'm Double trying to love. tell Dan all season long about Patrick and Brittany Mahomes is that, you know, that's real love because they're going through the losses. They're going through the, the bullshit Jackson Mahomes TikTok stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're fighting for their love. Through sickness, through health, through getting Twitter ratioed yeah. constantly. <laughs> Always. <laughs> okay. She's innocent. Hey, She's just really? a Midwest chick. She's just doing the shit they always do. Hey, man, I'm just saying, if you can, you can propose when confetti's falling, but can you propose when you're in the locker room with your boys crying? That's it. That's... That's... Baby, will you please marry me? <laughs> I love you so much. Would you please, please just marry me? I've never been lower in my life. Please. <laughs> Raise me up. Do not say no. Do not say no. (laughs) I can't take it. I can't take another L. Uh, And then I I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I something I've seen going around more than ever before. And I don't know if it's just because of the climate in society and in politics, but people saying the NFL is rigged. Mm. I have buddies from group texts and I'm seeing it online. And people are just saying they're distrustful of this league and that sports are fixed. And I saw one person make the connection that Cooper Pup won the Puppy Bowl <laughs> earlier in the day and then Cooper Cup won the MVP. Uh, I'm connecting some dots. Oh. And it's oh. just like, I know people, I don't know why people are so want to think this is fake, but um, are you feeling any of that? Where'd you, where do you guys land on that? Yeah, man. The. <laughs> Dr. Dre was booked for the halftime show months ago. <laughs> True. So you're saying yes. Yeah, they had to make it as LA as humanly possible. They had to make sure the Rams was in this game. Right. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Yeah, you're not going to get that performance out of them unless they know they're taking home a W. Because if it wasn't the Rams, if it let, if it was the fucking Cardinals or some shit, it would have been Blake Shelton. Hey. And... The Rams may have had to leave Los Angeles if the Niners were just in their stadium partying, winning Super Bowls. Oh, like, yeah. That is... I'm telling that, you, man. That would have so been close. ugly. That would have been ugly. Yeah. I feel I like then there just would have been, like, fights right outside the parking lot the whole time, like, to get in. <laughs> They're, like, checking your car <laughs> yeah. at the gate. It wouldn't have been cool. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, maybe let, all that. Maybe all that rigging stuff. I think it just comes from the fact that like motherfuckers are betting now. People are out here placing bets, dude. Like yeah. unlike unlike any other time that I can recall. Like just seeing like Drake the night before be like, I got a one point five million on this game, and you're just like, what? Did you see? There's that story about that. There's like a a tycoon, like a like a mattress furniture store tycoon named Mattress Mac. Oh yeah, legend. Nine and a half million dollars on this game. <laughs> Bro, he stays losing money. That dude's putting bets on the Astros. Like that guy is a loser. Where is he getting this bag? I he the way he says that he claims to do it is that he just goes to the to the customers and he's like, guys, I lost nine and a half million dollars. You're gonna have to buy a lot of mattresses this week. And he says business. I mean, it's clearly like you know he's he's working for like Belarusian mobsters or something. But like whatever, it's a front. But the fact that he makes money off of losing and he loses so often is it's a smart business model at least. <laughs> Mattress Mac. I mean, he yeah. branded himself. He's got the nickname. But that <clears throat> I, I mean, I don't. I can't recall him winning a bet yet. And every year, every sport, he's putting down the biggest bet. And a lot of pro- side prop bets on this game. I mean, he lost the nine and a half million dollars on the game, but then also lost like seven hundred grand on the <clears throat> on the national anthem. So oh he's just like, and he's just like an idiot. <laughs> hey, mattress Mac ain't got nothing on the my pillow dude. Okay, <laughs> they just cut him off. They just cut off the my pillow guy. His bank left him. Mm. <laughs> That's not Man. football, I guess, but still, <laughs> happened. <laughs> Big sleep going through some stuff. Pillows, mattresses. Dude, it's a shady-ass place. Look exactly. out for Comforter. Kyle Comforter, bro. He's going to sneak up on us. Or Harold Duvet. My boy's placing big bets. Don't sleep on Harold Duvet. 
<laughs> you interested in developing that show? It's like some sort of sleep wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sleep wars, baby. We could sell that to Freeform, dog. Oh, oh sure. absolutely. I got it in that Tubi, man. Come on. Let's, let's go. Let's get it. Oh, you know I've been tra- Yo, I've been trying to get in with Tubi for a grip, bro. But we'll, we'll talk after. All right. All right. Sleep. It's big biz- sleep is big business nowadays. Uh, ultimate takeaway from your team this season, Danny. Where are you standing with the Chiefs? Yeah, I guess on? you know this will be this will be kind of our game. You know, just like what do you, how do you feel about your team? I feel great. I'm the Chiefs fan. We're gonna have Patrick Mahomes for 15 years, and 15 years is a long time. 15 years ago was 2007. I looked it up. This was Whoopi's first day on the View. Was 15 <laughs> wow. years. So this is a long oh. time. Congratulations to Whoopi. I mean, she's been at it for she's she's the goat of of. I mean, we don't even remember Rosie anymore. What was uh, the anniversary of uh, Whoopi and Ted Danson showing up in blackface? Remember mm. remember and both the, both of them didn't show up in blackface. It was just Ted. <laughs> well, debatable. <laughs> one, one shows up every day in blackface. That's true. All blackface versus blackface. I feel like those are two maybe two separate things. Uh, Absolutely. But you I know, all I'm different. saying is we're not going to win every Super Bowl. This isn't Madden franchise mode. This is the long game. I have to see it that way. With with any luck, the Chiefs for the next 15 years will be like Whoopi's career with several <laughs> distinct peaks spread out through the 15-year period. Mm. Or maybe to a much lesser extent, Tom Brady's career, if you want to put it like that. Lots of different eras of Super Bowls. I like the Whoopi and- analogy. Yeah, it's a little better. It's a little more palatable to the show. Unless, Blake, because we were talking about this, the rumors come out that Tom Brady might come back to the NFL just to fuck over Jimmy G again and be a Niners quarterback. <laughs> Teach Trey Lance the ropes. This sounds like a nightmare, by the way, but you would win the Super Bowl. Yeah, probably. Tom Brady led the Niners to the bowl? I mean, that would be crazy. That would I don't be know really how I crazy. Feel about Tom Brady, about. My franchise needing Tom Brady to give us the the final push. I feel like you can win without him. E40 would come out with a new wine, though. That's true. (laughs) Or Brandy. Brady Brandy. Come on, baby. Let's go. I don't know. Uh, Is there intel on why Tom Brady is so obsessed with making Jimmy G's life a living hell? I don't know. (laughs) It's fucked up. I think because... Jimmy G is more handsome, and maybe well, he's, the he's only more handsome like, than the, than over half the population. People. Like the he's in the upper ninety percent. That yeah, man is I mean, gorgeous. Tom Brady's face is symmetrical. He's always been like the that guy, the like objectively like dream phone handsome player in the NFL. And Jimmy G kind of took that away while also being his like newly anointed heir in. In New England, he's a, Tom Brady is a petty man. He's a small man. Any Tom kind petty. of adversity, he doesn't like. Yeah, damn. Feel bad for but, Jimmy. I mean, Chiefs wise, all I'm saying is I'm not intimidated by the young gun quarterbacks who, after yet another season, still haven't done anything. None of them. Lamar, Justin Herbert, Jimmy, J- Joe Burrow, name them. None of them have done shit. It's only Mahomes. And Brady, the last couple of years, have won Super Bowls until finally Matt Stafford, who's another old man. I, I still believe we're going to win four Super Bowls, and I'm booking a, can- a, a ticket to Canton for the year 2042, provided wow. it hasn't been decimated by climate change. I'm there for Mahomes' induction bet. ceremony. That's nice one. Uh, Blake, what are you looking at with this Niners team going forward? Seems like you guys are set up. You have a lot of great pieces. Do you want, would you welcome a Tom Brady with open arms? Are you ready for the Trey Lance era to begin? I mean, I would take Tom Brady. I think that would be really cool. I think it's, (laughs) I think it, (laughs) is that a hot take? Is that the hottest take you've had on this show? That take is sizzling, my boy. That was the, man, my mic is hot, crisp. I don't know what's weird is like, you know, all the, like all these, like, cause Aaron Rodgers has Bay area roots as well. We could take his crazy ass and that would be a cool storyline as well. I think any quarterback with this Niners team is going to excel. I mean, to me, I'm not a Jimmy G hater and you know, he was still out there getting W's whether it was on him or not, but 
you plug whatever quarterback into this team, they're gonna they're gonna be a contender next season. So I'm hyped. I'm hyped to fire this thing back up with whatever old ass quarterback or young ass quarterback we got. <laughs> Does Trey Lance ever play? I think he. I think he'll get get touch the ball a few times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll do some Mariota shit. He'll yeah. be like Mariota on the Raiders. Nice. <laughs> uh, Jamel, the the formerly the team formerly known as the Commanders. What do you want? What's up with them? Uh, I want them all to burn in hell. Okay. I mean, look. Okay. Well, not the team. I mean, Jonathan Allen. We need to have a talk. He needs to come into my office. Uh, we haven't had a DB in 20 years, so be, that's and that's been the problem. Uh, the defense playing better without Chase Young was stupid. Uh, we'll see how things go when he comes back. Uh, go Titans. <laughs> Would you take yeah, Jimmy okay. G on, at your doorstep? Yep, bring him on down. Yeah, I think he'd look real good in that uniform. That'd be pretty. And God, he would run amok in Ashburn. That's a commander. He would have have Ashburn, Virginia fucked up. Fellas, if Jimmy G comes to the Washington football organization house, you might as well turn your hinge off. You might as well delete Bumble because the hoes, they're gone. See ya. They're at Jimmy's house. So, where are the hoes? Jimmy's house. They're at Jimmy's house. They're at Jimmy's grotto. And then we have another show we could produce. Jimmy's house. Ooh. <laughs> That's yeah. Just Jimmy G fucking a, another guy's wife every week. This God. Tu- this Tubi slate is hot. God damn, man. <laughs> Jimmy G fucked the entire Radford University <laughs> class of 2008. That's incredible. Yeah. Jimmy it's not G- even about football with him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G going commando. <laughs> That's I like it. it. Oh, I like it. Damn. That's great. <laughs> um, okay. Eagle stuff. I like Jalen Hurts. Keep him around. I want to win games the way the Patriots beat the Bills that one game where they just don't throw the ball because <laughs> Hurts seems like he can't. Also, I want Sylvester Stallone to introduce each Eagles game the way the Rock started the Super Bowl. Just bring him out. Make him do that. Everybody can get behind that. That's fine. I'm in. You got to get him to come to Philadelphia, which is <laughs> like, all right. he, he's beloved there. He has a statue. I mean, just he'll do it. Does he visit often? Does he even care? Unclear. Mm. <laughs> mm. He just rode the city's coattails through six different movies and yeah. reboots. I have I'd a rather statue. go to the force of Vietnam than have to go to Philly if I'm if I'm picking which movie I'm uh, you know which franchise I was the star of that I wanted to go back and represent okay yeah I don't know maybe they if they do a little Copland uh, statue he'll show up yes. just for the unveiling Ooh, that's really so more, that is the that's the pinnacle of of Sly's career you can't it's not Rocky anymore that's that's all Michael B Jordan now so the solution you. More statues of his famous characters. Absolutely. Or not so famous. All over the town. Stop or my mama will shoot. Come on. Yeah, Oscar. Anyone remember Oscar? Come on. No, I don't remember Oscar. The Get Carter remake? Come on. Ooh. Come on. That was was actually really good. Tango and Cash? Was he Tango or Cash? He was Tango. Okay. Yeah, but he okay. but he was cash in the box office. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, David. Come on. Uh Blake, thank you so much for doing the show and thank coming you, on after Rams victory. I know that this is this is a dark period in football times for a lot of us. So yeah. uh appreciate it. Uh I think people know where to find you, but if you have something to plug, uh plug away. Oh yeah, sure. Uh if you guys want to tune into the podcast I do with the fellas from Workaholics, this is important. We're uh, on a weekly pod, so if you're into the audio shit, get down on it. Hell yeah. Today's episode of the Sorry We Love Football podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow, and they also hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats. 
So check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink. Spelled like sportsdrink, but without the vowels. Crucial. It's just an S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. Think about it. It works. And they are the home of this podcast. They pay us the sum bucks. If you like what you're listening to with us, go check out all the other sports drink crap. All we ask is that you close the door behind you when you leave the internet. That was their joke, not mine. Still respect these guys. They're great. Guys, the season's over. Jamel, we owe you an island's $100 gift card. We're going to send you. that your way. Keep Thank checking you. the mailbox. I promise it's coming. Thank you. Uh, I know that's more important than the, the Rams hoisting the Lombardi. Um, You're going to hoist a bottomless fry. One, <laughs> like one fry is uh, a bottomless basket of fries. Fill this shit again, sir. Hey, I'm hoisting everything. I'm hoisting the burger, too, man. Come on. Just that let me know where are, to meet to get that. Those shits are heavy, too. Big yeah. ass burgers at Islands. Big ass burgs. Uh, okay, and okay, this season's over. What did we learn? Did you learn anything this year? What's your takeaway from the 2021 bleeding into the 22 season? That my team is the bad guys. Yeah. I've been I've been rooting for the bad guys. And I knew this for years, but like it's over. There's no going back. It's done. Once the first drop of poop water touched a fan, (laughs) that is when I knew that this shit was, it's done, dog. There's nothing I can do. I can't save them. That's what I learned. I can't save them. It's time for me to just move on. Uh, I guess what I learned is, not as fun. But I think running the ball maybe matters less than ever before. The Rams couldn't run the ball all postseason. No running game. But you have what, what, to run the ball. You have but, to run. You have to use those plays, man. They had yeah, the everybody's yelling at to run the ball of when we didn't. I mean, you're never right. It's always wrong when you lose. Right, but what I'm saying, the Rams had the worst rushing performance in Super Bowl history, and they didn't run it much better the entire postseason. Usually isn't like you have to be able to run the ball in December and in January and uh, play good defense. They did play good defense, but they couldn't run for shit and they won the Super Bowl. So, you know, the league's changing. It seems like every single dude can throw for over 4,000 yards. Um, which is, uh, makes my team kind of a head scratcher. Like, well, we're just going to build this smash mouth running team. Like who fucking cares? It doesn't work. Nobody wins that way anymore. Who's well, the best you know, rushing team this year? We were, yeah, the you Eagles were, were you number, were number one, one rushing team. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be a rushing team. You want to be a team that can rush, but you don't want to be a rushing team. That is yeah. that's stupid. You just have to show game. you just have to show that you will. It's not even that you have to be good at it. The Rams never stopped running the ball in the game. I've seen the Chiefs the Chiefs will just pack it up. They yeah. just won't run a they won't hand the ball off for entire halves. You have to just sh- pretend that you're willing to do it there was a time when that was innovative though like there was a time when not throwing the ball was like the big you know analytics secret that only the money ball idiots knew about that like you know you just running the ball is only effective on 31 percent of third downs and longs and whatever you know it's like they had the numbers that said that you should just pass all the time and Andy Reid is a guy who likes to innovate and likes to be at the head of the train when when the shit's coming. And I think he's still on the same train and he needs to hop onto another train. There's something else coming besides everybody go out for it on every fourth down and everybody pass on every down and defense doesn't matter and running backs don't matter. There's some new horizon that's coming. I don't know what it is, but it's coming and Andy Reid's going to know about it. The return of the H-back. H backs coming back. Maybe that's it. And then the Eagles will be three years behind on that new mm. innovation. Well, it just seemed like the the Rams, like you were saying, they were just doing it to do it in the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, it's kind of like just Stafford and Cooper Cup being like, let's just 
play backyard football and just get open. And like, that seemed to be a better strategy than any uh, amazing uh, play formation that Sean McVay could dream up. It was better to just have Stafford and Cup be like, uh, okay, just, I don't know, do a little wiggle shimmy shake and get open. I'll throw it to you. I that was how they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Who are you most happy for? If you have this to be happy for on the Rams. For oh, winning the I, get, I mean, Beckham, I get on Aaron Donald Beckham. is up there for me. I, I, so, I'd say Donald. I, I like the Donald one. And I said last week that I really would be happy. Well, maybe I didn't say I'd be happy, but I predicted it that Stafford would come out of the, out of the muck of the lions franchise and win the Super Bowl that he earned several times over the years of being on bad lions teams and making it happen. And he did. And I like it for him, even though he's probably a racist or hyper-religious or some kind of anti-vax, who knows. But some there's some dark thing in his closet that I don't want to open up right now, but I'm happy for him, you know? Fuck McVay. That's, you said McVay, and I was like, who am I least happy for? Well, maybe I'll phrase it in the positive way. I'm happy for Matt Stafford. McVay, you know, he's 36. I'm mad that he's older than me and, and or younger than me and only slightly older than you guys. I'm I throw Von Miller down at the bottom for me too. Now he's uh, got one. Yeah, he's, he's got, got one, one and he's got that stupid rat patch. It's not a rat tail. <laughs> it's a rat patch. And he's what? Crazy? Didn't he do didn't he isn't he like uh, assaulting people at the crib? What did he get in trouble for this year? I'm sure there was the last year. He did yeah, something I mean- nutty with the Broncos. When you're a de- these like really great defensive players, and and we touched on it with Aaron Donald, but they want to commit murder. That's what they would like to do. They would like to go out and kill human beings, but they channel that aggression into football and in the pass rushing. Yeah, and in and you know killing an offensive lineman figuratively is mm. gets maybe a third of the juice that you could get from doing what they want to do, which is like. I don't know, dissect female corpses or something. I don't know what it is. Like, just, maybe they want to kill men. Maybe they want to go out into like a Viking battlefield and just bury a fucking axe in someone's brain. But I just feel like whatever form of murder they want to do, every pass rush is just a little bit of a of like a, a like an Advil, uh, you know, to to alleviate some of that for them. And uh, it feels like you know. Once the off season comes, a guy like Von Miller is going to do something crazy again, or you know they're gonna they're gonna get close to some kind of murdering situation, and it's just gonna happen. It's just the way we're. This is why we don't like the NFL because there's murderers and there's uh, insane robber barons <laughs> running the thing, and there's yeah. the worst kind of corporate shills in the middle of it, and uh, yeah, we can't we can't really defend it. Uh, like it. Matt, is Matt Stafford Hall of Fame? No. What about Odell? Um, no, not yet. Uh, any parting Bengals thoughts? My, uh, I'll, I'll I'll just kick it off because I have one. I'm not sure we ever see them back there. To be no honest, way. I think this was their Whoa. best shot. I I love Burrow. I think Chase is the shit. Um, I don't know what to think of their coach or their defense. But um, you, they're playing – I don't even know if they're the best team in their division. Once Lamar Jackson is back to full strength and isn't missing the end of the season, then you have Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. Like, dude, that is a gauntlet to get through every year. The Bengals somehow made it through that shit. Not sure it ever happens again. Their defense is pretty good, man. It was. And, and you know what? The offensive line lasted way longer than we all thought. Great. Their biggest flaw is O-line. You get a couple tackles. I don't ever see them beating the Chiefs in the playoffs again. No. I just don't. All right. I mean. This was a, a fluke year. How many more years does Kelsey have? Look, how many the, more years does Tyreek Hill have? The 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 Chiefs are going to. We, we're going all in. The Rams showed us that it is a viable option when you have what you feel like is most of your pieces in place. It makes sense. People don't scoff at you. You just get as many fucking studs in there as possible and worry about the salary cap in a couple of years. 
we're going to make like $50 million worth of cap space this year. We all, it's all outlined. We're going to get rid of Frank Clark, get rid of Anthony Hitchens, restructure Mahomes, boom, bunches of money. We're going to get one of the best receivers on the market, folks. It's not just going to be the Tyree Kill and Kelsey show. You're going to see Allen Robinson there or Michael Gallup or OBJ, folks. Think about it. Folks. Folks, you need a possession guy. You need a guy who can just catch an eight-yard ball regularly. That's it. And then we need it. And then we're going to get a pass rusher. At some point, we're going to get somebody good opposite Chris Jones to do something, to be able to handle himself, for God's sake. I love Frank Clark. I love the Shark. 2019 Shark got us there, got us the sacks we needed to get to the Super Bowl. It's over, pal. You're going, you're going to the Eagles. You guys still got Ryan Kerrigan on your roster. Damn. Man. Question for you. Do you have any Andy Reid doubt creeping in? Just a little bit. Is well, there any, I, like, we've lost multiple huge games in, like, heartbreaking ways? No. It's not even no? heartbreaking. Okay. Because we're there all the time. We're always there. Yeah. You're never going to win. You're not... Even Tom Brady didn't win like nine in a row. Everyone, you know? right. He won two in a row at most. That was the best he did. He lost a couple. Like winning the Super Bowl is fucking hard. Getting every single thing to go right for you, not only through the season, but also in the playoffs, it's difficult. Mahomes got weird in the second half of one game. And Andy Reid saw it. And Andy Reid knows how to adjust and make things happen. This isn't on Andy Reid, although, you know, he might want to look at maybe getting some fresh minds in there. I love Bienemy. I think he should be a head coach. And maybe he was the one that said we should run the ball. But I still feel like just get some new get some new dudes in the writers. Andy room. Andy's sixty-three years old. Is there any kind of worry that like he's close to hanging it up where he's like, you know what, I've I've won the Super Bowl. I've done everything there is to do. I'm good. Now, he wants more. He always wants more. Look at that guy. You think he stops at just one of anything? <laughs> Would like seconds. Uh, okay. I mean, that's that's fair. I, I just, I guess, coming back to the Bengals. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think this was, they're going to kick themselves for a long time. I feel like, you know, I could see 20 years from now, Bengals fans were like, we fucking had it. We fucking had that one. I can't yeah. believe we never got back. Joe 20 Burrow points in the in Super Bowl. Agency. Joey B is now uh, on the Buccaneers for some reason <laughs> because he doesn't wants no part of this trash franchise anymore after they continually lose. And he, he gets fed up. I mean, I could easily see that happening. That's why I think they're, they're not done forever. Like, I know. Like, the Bills and the Chiefs, clear standouts. And then you got to deal with the Steelers and the Ravens every year. And the Browns, whatever. They're they're going to hell. We're not worried about the Browns. I think the they Bengals are going more down the toilet with the with the Browns. I think the if they Browns, don't, if they keep Burrow, they'll they'll be back. Now I don't think they're going to the toilet. I just don't think they're going to be in the Super Bowl. Toilet. They look twenty four points, twenty seven points, whatever was the most they scored in the playoffs, and that was against us with a bunch of field goals. 20 points in the biggest game of your life. Joe Burrow is not it. And by it, I mean the absolute top of the mountain, which everybody's trying to are put him you, at. Are you saying they don't make the playoffs next year? I, I'll take that bet. Super Bowl hangover is real. I'm willing to put something on it. I mean, Another maybe, island? Not, maybe it is island. island. Maybe it's you go back to the island on it. You know, if we're doing, if we're going to do another picks prize, plus this little thing, you know, we're, we've got a little bit more money on the line here. We got more to we got more to go on, but I'm down to do it because I believe Islands gift card dollars that the Bengals make the playoffs next year. That's what I I will give you back your half of the Islands gift card. But I still I, need it first. But if the Bengals so get back, then it's fifty more bucks to Islands, which yes. means you might. I mean. You know, you might have to think about your health at that point. Well, look, I don't think. Because what I'm saying is, hundred dollars worth of islands now. This other bet won't clear. I have another. I have you know six months to like you know do a couple push ups <laughs> and get back. Hey, 
we all, I mean, we all can't handle island. in islands. I mean, that's those, <laughs> I saw some of those calorie counts. They're legally supposed to put them on. It's like in the 2000s range. I would say I'm willing to put money. And if it's in the form of islands, so be it on the Bengals okay. not coming back. Super Bowl hangover plus, you know, Incredibly roster real. turnover plus first year guys playing tackle spots because they're not going to, they're going to have to overhaul it. That shit doesn't mesh right away. Got to get rid of Eli Apple, huh? Get rid of Eli Apple. He's a stain on the organization. You've got, and like Dan's saying, so many other quarterbacks, so many other teams in the league, they're going to have a number one uh, spot schedule, you know, where you're top of the, your, your division. You get to, you have to play all the other oh, top yeah. of the division teams. It's going to be a lot harder for Joey B, Mr. Cigar, Mr. Cool Camo <laughs> Tux that he wore. Looks pretty looked- shitty now, doesn't it? He looked like yoga pants. He looked like Target yeah. brand yoga pants with a hat on. Yeah, man. That dude's like a walking Lula Rose. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he was waiting for a latte, man. So, I mean, you know, that's another, that's a lesson that was learned. I'll just make that my, to come back to that, that'll be my lesson that I learned from the season is don't fuck it, don't show up in some cool outfit if you're not prepared to win. Cam already taught us this. That's yeah. facts. Um, hey, there's there's a mailbag sitting here and it's overflowing. But guess what? We're gonna give ourselves a break. We're not reading any mail this week. I'm sorry, guys. God. You know, like we, we we try to get to it all, and we will revisit the mailbag. But I just want to acknowledge, I'm not reaching in this week. Super Bowl was a lot. You know, the Super Bowl was heavy. Is it was we wanted to enjoy it without having to worry about uh, finding a person's letter to read, <laughs> a completely original letter every week. We did it. Which, my God, thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, uh, let's really hard for me to read. Let's go out on this. Who won the Super Bowl? Or excuse me, who won the Super Bowl halftime show? If you had to, if you had to single out. One figure, Who, who's it going to be for you? I know mine. Uh, Snoop Dogg. I felt like Snoop Dogg kind of had to second banana a little bit to Dr. Dre. Um, I got to I got to give it to Eminem for at least going for the going for the kneel in the face of whatever media firestorm. And I also liked his. He, they they did a little candid uh they got him on camera talking to al michaels and that's just a fun watch if you're ever searching around nice. the internet so i feel like hanging out with al michaels yeah yeah i'll give him points one. for that i'll give him points for that uh i have to go with dr dre i mean it's the obvious choice but nearly every song we heard was produced by him um every artist other than Mary J was kind of uh, cultivated by him. It was his shows, his shit is his sound was the entire thing. Um, except for Mary J just snuck in there. I know they did family affair together. She was but great. She's really her own artist. Everybody on, else got the Dr. Dre stamp of approval. Um, so I, I don't know. Was that a win for, uh, for Diddy when uh, no more drama came on? Well, they're because uh, I don't think they were working together at this point. I, I think, think there's a bad boy remix. Is there? Yeah, I mean, well, Diddy always comes back. You got to <laughs> keep in mind, Diddy did kind of find Mary J. Blige, but also simultaneously ruined her life. Mm. Had her on tour with Jodeci, you know oh. what I'm saying? Doing coke and drinking Hennessy every night. Which is, that should only be like twice a year. Coke and Hennessy... I mean, Coca-Cola and Hennessy, you could do that every day. Cocaine and Hennessy, that's like a, you know what I'm saying? That's like a special delicacy. Uh, I'd also like to shout out uh, Rob's girlfriend, Quinn, who was the only person who did predict No More Drama was coming. Wow. She called it. We went nuts. But even my mom didn't like it. My mom loves Mary J. Blige. She was like, thought she could have did a different song. I was like, Mom! This is insane. For those of us who don't get into the deeper cuts, it was yeah. a perfect. 
Yeah, this is for this is the Super Bowl. This is for America. This isn't for hip hop fans. This is for all of America <laughs> and all of football fandom, which is I'd say more than half not hip hop fans. This is true. We're gonna see Morgan Wallen doing the doing this exact spot next year at the Super Bowl for sure. <laughs> we're ten we're ten years from an NPR Super Bowl, folks. If they keep making the game safe, it will be NPR Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. Now you're about worried years. about cancel culture. Yep. I sure am. Me and a future football team quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers comes, I'm You're a commander. I might I might say go commanders if Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> last thought about that halftime show and then we'll get out of here. Uh, nothing but a G thing was my only I can't believe that they didn't do it. I Agreed. wanted it. I, I needed it. I would have bet money that it was going to happen. And then when it didn't, that's the only thing I walked away from just being like, would have loved to see it. Otherwise, I'm I'm pretty happy. Too many cusses. I, I always Not I always, that many cusses. Not that many cusses. Just do the chorus. I really admire these rappers for not only for doing for doing their show, remembering all of the lyrics, doing the, you know. Doing all the bars the way they did it 30 years ago, still remembering every single piece of this thing and adjusting to block out the curse word, to self censor during these songs. It's really hard to do. Holding yeah. back must be very difficult. Yeah. Because you're just programmed to say, you know, F words, B words, N words. And if you slip up on just one, you're getting Janet Jackson. And Kendrick, the whole time, he's like, he's trapped inside of those boxes. You know he wanted to say it. Yeah, yeah Danny, what was your old joke about uh, meet me down at, at old Jewtown? Old Jewtown. Oh, they don't call it that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine doing that joke for 30 years and then having to do it in the biggest stage possible, and then you can't say Jewtown. Half time of the Super Bowl. <laughs> and you can't say Jewtown. Like, what do you do? Uh, that joke was originally Blacktown, and I had to change it to Jewtown. What I wanted was the <laughs> the maximum amount of punch. You know, that's what you want is like to shock people because it's the point of the joke. But I I realized people don't like when you say certain things, and you're not a certain thing. So I went back to Jewtown. <laughs> if you want to know more people listen to my album genius it's like the second or third track you'll get it please hell yeah and by the way uh, can we before we end the show and do our sorries let's just quickly plug what we're going to be up to all off season we're going to yeah. be doing shows still uh during the big events i feel like you are going to please continue to follow the show you've been at it for this long You've listened yeah. up to this point in this yes, podcast. Will. You, yes, you did. owe us to stick around. There's definitely going to be a season four. We're going to cover the free agency. Boom. We're, we're going to cover the draft. Yep. Maybe there's going to be some training camp. I don't know. We're just, you know, it's going to be a little looser. We might go to the combine in we our underwear. Get us, get us a sponsor, people. I don't know how Come you on. would do it. Maybe it's our job, but somebody get us to the combine. Get us to the draft. But we're going to be doing shows. Follow this space, whatever they say. Keep also, an eye on it. Every Monday, probably around 4 p.m. Pacific time, may vary. Yeah. We're going to be on ColorCast, which is a brand new live sports talk radio app. Similar to the Spotify Green Room and Locker Room that we were on previously. But it's ColorCast. It's better there's hot seats. There's comment sections. Just download it. Get ahead of the curve. Yeah. Because we'll be there every Monday. So if you can't get enough, that's where to find us. Yeah. Yeah. Come fuck with us. The sports drink, uh, the entire sports drink family. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're all, we're all, we're all going to be talking. Everybody's colors. It's great. And thanks to everyone for a great season. Blah, blah, blah. Your fandom means a lot to us. We love mm -hmm. you. We're so happy mm -hmm. to have you listening. We want you to participate yes. more. We want to be. We, you, you're, on a, you're on a train that's going 1,000 miles an hour. All right? You don't even know. You, we, we see the numbers, people. You're not alone listening to this. Yeah. There's dozens. <laughs>
dozens of you out there. Maybe uh, even tens of dozens. Tens of dozens. Come find us. Find each other. Follow us on Twitter. At Please. Sorry We Love NFL. Uh, it's the same on the Instagram. There's a great picture of Michael Jackson on the on the Twitter page right now. Uh, go yep. look at that. You'll you'll have a great time with that photograph. Just bring out the rest of them. Yeah. What the fuck was even or were those pictures? Uh, <laughs> you know, the things happen. You start googling word combinations, and then pretty soon Michael Jackson is holding a football on your internet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It just happened, and I'm sorry that it did. But I'm not sorry for another great season of Sorry We Love Football. See you next year. Sorry the season's not longer. Sorry. (laughs) 